Welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and it is Friday, and, well, you know what? Just put the seatbelt on, leave the driving to us. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And the carnage continues. Uh, Wall Street down 2,300 points yesterday, trying to bounce back today. Uh, it, it was up almost 1,000 points. It's now only up uh, a couple of hundred points and heading the wrong way. Uh, gold and silver in the paper markets uh, are getting taken to the woodshed in the physical markets. I will tell you right now, uh, and and I've got Eric. Eric's going to be joining us because I, I he has more expertise in this. He's been through more of these uh, events than I have, but the physical markets have been decimated. I mean decimated. There's no silver eagles. There's no half dollars. There's no quarters. We've got rolls of silver dimes. Uh, they're $65 a roll, uh, 13000 if you want a whole bag of dimes. And even though they're very, very limited, there's less than five bags in the entire country. And then that's really about it on the silver side. On the gold side, uh, it's just as bad. Uh, in the low end, which we deal in, there's no fives. There's no tens. There's no saints. I've got like 20 $20 Liberty gold pieces, uh, and then that's about it. Everything, uh, there's graded coins and things like that out there, uh, but the market has been decimated. The physical market's doing the exact opposite of what the paper markets are doing, and I brought in the, the best expert I know. There's nobody better. Who do you go to? Uh, and that's Eric Cedarstrom, and he's been kind enough uh, to join us today. Eric, how you doing, brother? Hey man, uh, I'm back. I'm I'm up and running again. I'm feeling good. Uh, I'll tell you, if someone would have asked me five weeks ago, do you want three broken ribs or the coronavirus? I really would have had to think twice about it. I, I think I might have opted for the coronavirus, but but I'll tell you, it's good to be here on Jack Daniel's Friday, and I want everybody to kick back and relax and leave the drive into us. Now, the Jack Daniel's that that bottle that you have there, the old number seven. I don't want you to drink it. I want you to put it in a spray bottle. <laughs> spray down the, the room you're in a little bit. You can have maybe, you know, like, remember it was a Julia Childs. Hello, I'm the, the chef. We're going to use a little cooking sherry. Go ahead and take a squirt or two in your mouth while you're at it. But, but man, oh, man, is Shevitz. This is the coronavirus is here. The world we live in has changed. The, uh, the test of the emergency pandemic system is just amazing and i mean it's it has to be one of the most stunning revelations i'm 60 years old i mean some things i expected the gold and silver markets are acting exactly the way i expected i'm going to explain that to you here in phoenix here in phoenix what's really the most important on everybody you know phoenix is an indian word it means real estate investment and the real estate markets are holding their breath as of uh, Monday, there was 10,500 active listings on the market. This morning, there are 10,900. So still at uh, multi-year lows for available property, but the number seems to be rising. Um, all over the planet, people are you know, reacting and doing the best they can do. The, the grocery store issue is what it is. I mean, the, 
the biggest fear, ladies and gentlemen, is the fear itself. And the, the store lines and the mass uh, hysteria for toilet paper, of all things. You know who used to say that? If you guys remember uh, uh, the, the Radio Free America, Mr. Valentine, the, uh, he used to say that if everything came apart, the first thing I was going to get is toilet paper. I never understood it. I still don't understand it because you can get paper towels, you can get uh, wipes, you can get tissue, but I don't know, Joe. It's well, crazy. Well, it? I want to say this. Okay, you cannot wrap yourself in toilet paper like a mummy and and prevent coronavirus. So I don't know. Maybe that's what people are. I don't know what they're doing with all the toilet paper, but that won't work. Well, we just have to get through it. And unfortunately, this started out as a medical issue. This was not a financial issue. Granted, the zombie companies, the zombie debt. Now, we all, you made everybody aware of the real economic problems that were out there. But on the surface, everybody was making their mortgage payments, credit card payments. Most of the companies are able, not all, but most were able to make their minimum debt payments. So what's started out as a medical emergency has now turned into a financial uh, debacle. And it is as real as real can be. I still believe the... Uh, the coronavirus is not as big an issue because of the numbers. Now, that's the issue itself. The numbers can change. I mean, you know, there's estimates that 150 million people are going to get it in this country, and we really don't know how many people have it because the tests aren't available. So it's, it's a scary time, scary time, and what to do about it. And here at Patriot Radio News Hour for a quarter century, we've preached it would be much better to have it, need it, than need it and not have it. And that... that you know, uh, spiritually, you're going to have to figure that out yourself. Physically, uh, how you arm yourself and uh, what the steps you take so your family is able to survive in a collapsed society um, is up to you. But financially, we've always been here to help. And today isn't going to be any different. The obvious thing to do is, is to keep your head and move steadily forward and try to hypothesize a future. And I admit, I admit that, I mean, I'm scratching my head on a daily, hourly, minutely basis. This is a moving target, and we're all going to have to get through it together. But we're going to try to enlighten and educate and continue to move forward here. We'll be back. Hey, I'm Eric Peterstrom. Thanks for tuning in on this crazy, crazy Friday. It is, well, comparable to nothing, what we're going through. Even if you go back to the Spanish flu in 1918, um, you know, that uh, pandemics running all around the world back then as well. But because of globalism and how fast everything moves and the, still everything, even in 1918, everything that we needed was right here in America. It was right here. It wasn't anywhere else. We didn't need to get our medicines from uh, China and all our clothes. I mean, that's nothing they're not talking about due to the supply chain breaks. Who knows what we're going to run out of here? And it's all because of globalism. It's everything that we've been pointing out here, and all the chickens have come home to roost. On the on the good side, the uh, maybe maybe this could be the tipping event, the tectonic shift that these idiots in America that have comprised Wall Street and the liberal left and the lobbyists that gave away this country may finally realize what they've done. And when we're able to stick our head up out of the hole here, whether it's three months or a year or two years from now before this thing runs its course, people are going to ask, and they're going to ask. And you know what it is? It's going to be the, gonna be the uh, millennials 
that look at their parents and go, how could you let this happen? How could you just stand by as they passed free trade agreements and dismantled the country and took everything that that uh, that, that fed the, this country and employed this country and gave people the uh, ability to live the American dream and give it away? They're going to ask, so get ready. Unfortunately, I, don't, I can't tell you what it's going to look like on the other end. The gold markets are doing exactly, exactly what they did in 9-11. Now... There's always the uh, the rumors, the ESF, the Economic Stabilization Fund, that they funded with gold confiscation in 1933. Look it up. It's a true statement. Go to e- Economic Stabilization Fund. They took $20 gold pieces at $20.67, set the world price at 35 bucks. They used some of that money, and they set up the ESF, which was the original plunge protection team. They refined it after the crash of 87 and Alan Greenspan, and that's henceforth, ergo, became the PPT. And by the way, on this date in 1933, the banks started to open again. So again, crisis after crisis in this country. And notice most of them started after 1915 when they created the Federal Reserve. Financially, pandemic, medically, medically, everything. Orchestrated event? Is this an orchestrated attack? Is this any different? Then uh, Germans going into Paris, the virus coming into America, is it any different? Tax and attack, ladies and gentlemen, and the outcome is casualties. But on this day in 1933, the banks in the United States began to reopen after the holiday declared, the banking holiday declared by Franklin Roosevelt. Yes, everything was shut down, even the banks. This country's been through this before. Of course, if once the people that were standing in line and let me tell you something. The, the pictures of 33, the people standing in line to get their money, and then when the banks opened, they were standing in line to get at their safety deposit boxes. And you couldn't open your safety deposit box. You couldn't do it. They wouldn't let you without a Federal Reserve agent. Read read the original executive orders, because all this is coming back again, that they were there. And if you had gold in that box, they took it. They took it. They paid you, but they took it from you. So, and all this is repeating again. Now, after 9-11, the gold markets did exactly. They, they were closed. The, the, the markets were closed, what we've seen this week. But if you remember, after that debacle and tragedy in this country, that the exchanges were shut for the rest of the week. And when they opened again, when they opened again, gold did nothing. Gold went down. Wall Street, PPT, ESF, money being funneled in. I mean, they, they supported the markets. And But gold didn't do anything for oh, until they started not manipulating it and watching it, little by little. But what happened then is what's happening now. So they're shorting gold. They're driving the price down. While that's going on, and the same thing during 9-11, I was on this radio station that day when the buildings came down. When I got off the air, the phone started ringing. The gold markets were closed. The futures markets were closed. But by Friday, I couldn't get a $20 gold piece. Our average month back then, we were lucky to do fifty to $80,000 a month in business. In September of 01, was kind of normal, maybe 100000 on average. That week, we did $1.5 million in business in gold. And when the markets opened, gold fell. Everybody just scratched their heads. But that didn't stop people from buying. And Joe's going to tell us here what's happening. And the, the same thing is happening now, ultimately, Uh, market forces, market inertia, people that actually buy and deal in the markets have to cover themselves and ultimately have to get into that futures market, and they have to go long. And so the paper gold markets and the physical gold markets are definitely two different animals. 
going all the way back to history, back to gold confiscation in 1933, and where we are today. And you've got the very same pattern repeating. So what you're going to see is a slow attrition. This is why you want to move right, you want to move correct, you want to do business with a company that you can trust. Don't let them talk into MS-70 collector gold eagles because there are no such things. You want to get the most material you can possibly get that meets the criteria from gold confiscation of the day they opened the banks in 1933 that allows you to function privately, that allows you to hold this material legally because ultimately if the electronic machines shut off and the paper equity markets collapse, which is possible, and they let the whole thing go, the only medium of exchange is going to be toilet paper. No, I'm just kidding. Gold and silver. <laughs> well, you know, just to, just to add on to that, after the dust settled of 9-11, right, gold went from 250 to a new all-time high of 1,050. Do you know why gold... It took a while. Right, took a while. But you know what took gold off of that all-time high was the financial crisis. Gold actually went from 1050 down to, to just under $800 at the heart of Jim Cramer. They know nothing speech. Of course, when the dust settled, gold hit a new all-time high of $1,900. Well, but like Eric said, it took a while. But it went all the way to 1900. So now we're seeing the same pattern emerge again, and 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 all three times the same thing happened after 9/11. Like Eric said, all the physical product was gone. Eric and I were there together during the financial crisis. All the physical product was gone. Yet gold and silver had fallen. And the same thing now. This is the third one. The exact same pattern is emerging again. Right, Eric? Yeah, you're going to see a massive rally here. Ultimately, you know why? Because gold doesn't have earnings. Gold doesn't have debt. It's not a promise to pay. And ultimately, when the, 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 the ESF, when they feel that everything's stabilized and the markets have, have gone as far as they can go, then ultimately it lets go. But you know who's buying all this gold? The very same people that are running the ESF. Make no mistake about it. The golden rule in this country hasn't changed, and that is he who has the gold makes the rules, Joe. Amen to that. And and right now we're watching all of this play out together. Unprecedented action. Uh, yesterday, right as I got off the air, the Federal Reserve announced a $1.5 trillion expansion of their balance sheet uh, to provide liquidity to the banks. Uh, so far, right about every 20 minutes for the rest of the day, the Fed is offering a special, uh, it's a whole month, the banks get to borrow money for a whole month from the central bank. So far, the the first one's gone off. It was oversubscribed, and I'm, I'm imagining most of these will be oversubscribed. Uh, the huge, huge increase in the size and scope of the Fed's balance sheet. Uh, but you're looking at Wall Street's down 2,300 points, and, and today it, it, it really hasn't even bounced back. It's up 300. Big deal. Uh, they need more. They need more weapons in the gun. They want uh, a bailout like we've never seen. Uh, they are, if you turned on the idiot box at all today, they want Congress and the White House. I'm talking about trillions of dollars to be added to this national debt. And you think about what happened in Italy, China, South Korea. If that's going to happen here, like today in Italy, the banks aren't open today. 
right? Nothing's open today except for pharmacies and grocery stores. So you can imagine if that ha- happened, if that came here, what's going to happen to Wall Street and the size of the bailouts are just going to be off the charts. I-, I-, I don't even know how to describe it, Eric. I really don't. I would be looking for a check to every man, woman, and child in America before this is over. You know, Bush gave what he gave, a certain amount of people. You had to be a, below an a, a income threshold. Everybody got, what, $600? Yeah, it wasn't much, it but, yeah, something like that. It's five or 600 bucks. Yeah, so I think they're going to go with a Yang. Remember, the guy wanted to give everybody a check for ten grand. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw it. Ultimately, it'll, that would probably be months away. Um, the only problem is they, it has to be for everybody. Last time they gave it to the wrong people. So all the people who got it just used it to pay their credit card bills or go to Walmart. So all the banks and the Chinese ended up with all the money. It didn't end up in any of the American-owned resorts or anything where it needs to go. So our golf courses. How about canceling the U.S. Open this morning? The golf. Uh, the Masters. So, yeah, the Masters. Or the Masters. I mean, God. Everybody's just standing there going, do you understand? How about here in Phoenix, again, apologize to Colorado people and everybody listening worldwide and around the world, but here in Phoenix, spring training has become an entity. I mean, you're talking about a financial engine and a tax machine, tax revenue machine of epic proportions. They pack these stadiums in 75-degree weather. People come from all over the world, all over the country, and watch these baseball games, the bars, the restaurants, everything is packed. It looks literally, a buddy of mine said he was down there. You know, they canceled the game yesterday. One of the bars that's next to the stadium, he says, you can't get in it. can't get in it normally. The lines are out the door empty. And I'll tell you, the next place you may see lines out the door, if this pandemic comes to fruition as they're trying to have us believe, the, the front door at Patriot Trading Group. And that's happened throughout the years. And there's you've seen pictures in history. Let's hope we don't get that far. Again, we are still of the mind here um, that you know you need to take the steps to protect your family um, financially, and uh, by doing that, you, you make smart, uh, methodical steps. You try to hypothesize a future in the best way you can protect them. But the panic that can set in, as we're seeing in toilet paper, may end up in these financial markets, not just in the paper markets, but in the physical markets, because. Ultimately, if the entire infrastructure breaks down, the electronic infrastructure that's driven on power may be one of them. And that, and that is something that we can't imagine. So people that, uh, that are able to function throughout history are, you know, in hyperinflated or collapsed economies are the ones ultimately that had uh, physical assets, not paper assets, and were able to barter and exchange. And that's why we always dealt in legal lawful tender here. So it was immediately recognizable, immediately liquid without any assaying. And uh, 25 years, a quarter century without a complaint. So if you're thinking about it, um, call Joe. Call call down at one 800 Also, if you're in Colorado and you're not sure what to do, uh, you can head up to the radio station, and uh, Jason and Joe are there, and we have a uh, they have a store there as well, and uh, they can help you, right, Joe? Yeah, absolutely right. Here at Two South Parish, uh, real quick, you know, we've got the event tonight. Uh, it, it's still going to be going on uh, despite all the panic. Uh, I just got an update. Uh, 
Dr. Bill Cunningham is going to also speak today to try to tell everybody what they can do. You know, if the worst case scenario does happen and they say, you know, like Eric was saying, hey, 150 million people could get this thing. The best thing is to make sure that your immune system is at top performance because they say, hey, listen, if you're healthy, if your immune system's in good shape, uh, you're going to be fine. And a lot of you won't even know you even have it because it won't be that bad. Uh, So Bill Cunningham is going to spend a few minutes talking about what to do and how to prepare your immune system just in case it's needed. We will also have uh, our what I call our Corona, our Corona station. We we are fully loaded with hand sanitizers and disinfectant wipes and and all of those things. Uh, So that way, if you if you you're shaking hands or we we don't have uh, what do they call it? Social distancing. You can grab some hand sanitizer that way uh, but that's from six to nine bill cunningham's going to speak sheriff reams is going to speak it's going to be a great time maybe the last time before they quarantine everybody Patriot radio news hour we'll be back after the break this is the phyllis schlafly report a daily broadcast from phyllis schlafly eagles and we're upholding the legacy of phyllis schlafly a constitutional attorney and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. Do you know that the most powerful office in the United States is not the president? Indeed, the most powerful man in the world is the U.S. president, but the presidency is not the most powerful office. Another office is more powerful because it chooses whose names will appear on the ballot for elective office and what will be the policies of the political parties that support those candidates. Let's consider how anybody gets elected in the United States. Are you satisfied with how government is spending our taxpayers' money today? If not, you will have to elect some different representatives in Congress and in state legislatures. To change the laws and the spending, you have to change the people who make the laws. But to elect new representatives you like, your candidates must be on the ballot so you can vote for them. To get on the ballot in the general election, such as we will have in November this year, you have to be nominated for an office by a political party. In some states, candidates are nominated in what is called a primary, and in other states, nominations are made at a political party convention. Usually, only a small percentage of voters participate in the primary or convention. So the candidates endorsed by each party's county or township committee are usually the ones who are nominated and thereby win a place on the November ballot. These party officials are usually elected every two years at a meeting of the precinct committeemen. So what this boils down to is the precinct committeeman is the most powerful office in the country because the committeemen determine who gets the chance to be elected to office at every level of government. Remember, if your candidate is not on the ballot, he will not be elected. If you care about the future of America, now is the time for you to think about running for the important office of precinct committeeman. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. You've seen the desperation of women's marches, the disgrace of Planned Parenthood, the rise of savvy young conservative women. Radical feminism is heading down a dead-end road. 
Voice your opinion on what's really important to women at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour live down in Phoenix and uh, Colorado. Thanks for tuning in. It's Friday the 13th, 2020, and wow, what a Friday it is, isn't it? So last night on CNBC, they uh, interviewed Dr. Marty, I believe it's pronounced Macary, M-A-K-A-R-Y. You guys can look this up. This is the guy who's been making all the calls to the universities. This is the guy who shut down the basketball tournaments. Then you listen to who he's talked to, but they did a three-minute interview last night on CNBC. He's from John Hopkins University. Now, John Hopkins is considered the medical standard in this country. And I, I don't know if it's still the case, but when I was younger, if you had a degree from John Hopkins, you were it. So this guy is uh, probably, I mean, he talks about Anthony Fauci, and, you know, he's doing the best he can. He's a mouthpiece, but... I honestly believe, ladies and gentlemen, that this interview is pretty close to hitting uh, very honest as to where this country's heading. And I think we've got it queued up, so go ahead and turn it on. We're going to play three minutes of it. Dr. Marty McCary of the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg Public School, School of Public Health is with us live tonight from Washington. Doctor, it's good to have you with us. Good to be with you, Scott. Should this have been done earlier, all of this? Yeah, look, we're way behind the eight ball. The signs were out there for three months. We've been watching what's happening in China. My team has been talking to doctors in China and more recently Italy. Look, this virus is following the playbook. It's doing exactly what was predicted. The study out of Harvard three weeks ago said that 40 to 70 percent of the U.S. population could get infected. And yet many of us were seen as alarmists and talking, you know, too much of this thing. What is the danger in having a public that's overprepared, and we look back and say it wasn't quite as bad as the projections. This is a playbook that we are watching in Italy. China has not been transparent, and Iran has not been transparent, but Italy has been totally transparent. Look at the numbers there. It's probably the best indicator in terms of case fatalities. Look at their hospitals that are overrun in Basica and Lombardy, and you will see what will play out in the United States unless there's some miracle. Doctor, Dr. Fauci today said, quote, it's a failing. Let's admit it. There's another comment tonight from the director of Harvard Global Health Institute who said, and I quote, this is an unmitigated disaster that the administration has brought upon the population. And I do not say this lightly. We have had a much worse response than Iran, than Italy, than China and South Korea. Do you agree? Well, look, the blame game is going around, but I think the administration and the CDC has been pretty honest that they had a massive mistake with the testing and the rollout of the testing, and they are doing everything they can. They've owned the mistake. We've got to move forward. But to be honest with you, what has Dr. Anthony Fauci been saying? He has been giving the most generic and vague recommendations, you know, completely absent from what he has been saying on every network. And he's the doc that every network has on has been no preparation details, no specifics. What about closing our schools? What about contingency plans for public events? What about what businesses do? What about an employee that doesn't feel comfortable coming into her job as a cashier? These are the specifics where we need specific plans and we need to do something. And it's been many of us in public health that have been running around talking. Heck, I had to directly reach out to the mayor of Austin to 
beg him to cancel by South by Southwest. I talked to the NCAA. We're out there telling people to get prepared. And why are we not hearing this from Anthony Fauci? The president, you, you think the president's been honest about the testing? March 10th, according to my notes, quote, the U.S. has done a great job on testing. It's really working out. Is that true? Look, the president is not a virologist and didn't go to medical school. He's relying on our Center for Infectious Diseases, which is led by Dr. Anthony Fauci. The CDC messed up the initial test, and they've owned that. Let's move on. And right now, I still have parents that tell me, oh, we're going to our kids' swim meet in three weeks. Well, guess what? We're about to experience the greatest pandemic of the generation since polio. Get prepared. We've got to raise awareness, and that's what I'm concerned about. We still don't have awareness out there. Mayor de Blasio, New York City, declaring a state of emergency this evening, saying, quote, we're getting into a situation where the only analogy is war, saying he foresees a situation where, among other things, hospitals are setting up tents and parking lots to deal with the patients that, that we might find. It's come to that. Look, I think every household, regardless of what politicians and government leaders say, every household should declare a state of emergency, get three months of food and necessary medications, whatever essential meds somebody might be on, and get ready to hunker down. Look, we're going to see probably over a thousand deaths per day during the peak of this thing. That's not something we're prepared for. We still have folks who are required to show up for work. We need contingency plans. We need restaurants to move into the delivery business so they can focus on staying alive and supporting people. We need to take care of our own. We're Americans. We need to visit our seniors and leave food for them and call our seniors. So look, we still have schools open around the country. We still have people in denial. We need to raise awareness in the absence of other people not doing so. So you get the gist of, of that. We're, we're getting ready to come on, come up on a break, and I wanted to leave some time for, for Eric and I to comment. I'm going to say this. I think by this time next week, every school uh, in the country will be closed. Uh, that includes the high schools, the elementary schools, the universities. Uh, I think every state will probably institute the, the banning of of crowds of more than, uh, you know, 250 or, or 500 people. Uh, I don't know how this all works. I mean, I, I would assume most bartenders and waitresses and all those people are going to be out of work. The airline industry is going to be out of work. Uh, the CDC today is uh, recommending... Uh, restricting travel within the United States today, Eric. Uh, I don't know about the death tolls. We've never seen a thousand dead people anywhere yet, so I, I don't know that I'd go that far. But I, but you got to prepare for the worst case scenario. Is kind of what the guy is saying, right? The point is, is that is John Hopkins University, and you hear the comments. Here, he's talking to. He's the guy who shut the NCAA tournament down. Now, granted. The liberal institutions, the the uh, educational institutions, are the most liberal that you could possibly imagine that, that they've ever been in in this world. So take it at face value. But I wanted to play that clip because that is your worst case scenario. So his, according to John Hopkins University, three months, everything shuts down and we come out of it. Worst case. So, but you know, if you go all the way back, I mean, I talked about this a little yesterday. Go back to you know, anthrax or smallpox. Go back into the early 1900s and, you know, pandemics do the same thing. They all do the same thing. They go 
They can only go so far. You know, it's a gigantic pyramid scheme, and they get all the victims they can until they hit a peak, and then once they hit that peak, they never return to it again. So, you know, when that'll be, if it'll be, or if we're at it, that's the issue. Nobody can answer that question. So do you believe that you need to have three months of of, uh, meds and three months of food? It's not a bad idea. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back on this Jack Daniels Friday the 13th. Joe and I, we appreciate it. We uh, we feel your pain, man. It's uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I personally have still been, you know, I was listening to Rush Limbaugh yesterday. I am uh, w- still way in the camp that this whole thing is overblown. I, I got ridiculously overblown. I got to so. say this, Eric. So, so I just listened to this guy, and, and and I don't know what to believe. But I'm sitting there. He said, "He said we got to prepare for a thousand dead people a day," and he talks about Italy, and and Italy maybe a hundred. Not you know, obviously we don't want anyone to die from it, but they're, they're like a hundred people dying a day. And I'm like, if you have a bad weekend in Chicago and a bad weekend in Baltimore, it's about the same amount of dead. You know, dead. It's not. It's it's hard. Uh, to make this jump, I, I don't see uh, how we get there. And this guy, you know, essentially, like you said, he's the guy that's causing all of these things to shut down and crush this economy. And at the end of the day, if we end up with less than 500, you know, really, I guess we're sitting we're looking at, well, we're either going to have less than 500 people dead or a million people dead. And this huge... Uh, cavernous gap between the the best case and, and the worst case scenario. And if we end up, you know, with under 500 dead people, the guy's going to come out and say, well, see, it's because we closed all this stuff down that, that, that it didn't get worse. And and I, I, I just have a hard time seeing how, even based on Italy, how we get there. But it is what it is because it looks like everybody's really at the end of the day following what this guy's telling them to do uh, versus what uh, Dr. Fauci is saying. Yeah, I know. It's This is the, the issue. So I guess time will tell, and we'll figure it out. You know, the president's probably going to declare a national emergency today at 3 o'clock. So just get ready for it. And then they enact, what is that? It puts in the Stafford Act which opens the door to federal aid he can right. the president can just sign it yeah, sign, emer- emergency it. powers this is this is yep. uh, i think what wall street is getting excited about is uh, i think they're going to waive the payroll tax for the rest of the year i mean if you think about uh, the size and scope and what that does uh, to the deficits and it's great if you're working but all these people that are going to get laid off that's not going to help them at all because hey i'm not working now so it doesn't matter if the payroll tax has been waived and i think they're going to have all kinds of targeted bailouts this is going to be uh, trillions and trillions of dollars. The deficits for 2020 and 2021 are going to be so off the size and scale of anything that we've seen before. It, it really is uh, hard to comprehend because if this guy's right, this guy's essentially saying, listen, if I get my way, I'm going to shut down the whole country for three months. You know, and I, ha- I have to give credit to one of our broadcasters here at 1360KHNC.com, which I believe were the only ones in Colorado who carry, Alex Jones, because I've been listening to him all week, and uh, he's the guy that that was the first guy to bring home the John Hopkins studies. And then I started researching it, 
sure enough, this is the guy who's calling everybody. He's as far as the universities, the the college tournaments. It's 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 Marty McCary. So if this becomes a non-event, you're right. He may say, "Well, see, I stopped it." But but if it isn't, I mean, if it I mean, if it if it really is all just a lie, this guy, you know, definitely should be you know prosecuted or something. So so we'll see. But the uh, you're right. The Wall Street is like a spoiled kid. And they always have been. When they want interest rate cuts, they crash markets. They want stimulus, they crash markets. And now, I mean, if they don't get it, Joe, and I got to tell you, the only thing this is going to do is probably be the death knell for the U.S. dollar. Um, they will jump. I think it's maybe just yesterday, Joe. Just yesterday, the United States stock market lost 2.8 trillion, 2.8 trillion in market capitalization. Now, people go, well, it wasn't real, and nobody said it. I go, yeah, it was real. People counted that as their wealth in one day. The stock market, they go, well, we're comparing it to 1987. 1987, the Dow was, what, 2,600? What did the Dow go down yesterday, 2,400? It would have wiped out the entire equity market. So, I mean, it's uh, unprecedented, unprecedented times. And, you know, I don't want to be the dwelling on all this will drive you crazy so the arizona republic in the usa today i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this in just to lighten it up but on page 4a experts still warn that the top threat in the world you want to take a shot what it is in the arizona republic today joe what they're saying it's not the coronavirus what the top threat in the world is today you want to take the a guess top threat in the world today I've- it's not coronavirus. It's uh, not. Um, I, I, I have no guess. I, I don't what. What could it be? Well, this comes from Antonio Guterres, the head of the uh, United Nations. He says that it's drum roll, please. Oh, no, global, climate change. Global warming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, climate change is still going to kill all of us. I'm going to say this: so. if, if climate change, if the math didn't get better, I mean, China shut down for like two months. If it didn't get better, then then uh, you know, there's really no hope, is there? Well, you know, I mean, I thought I'd throw that in because this is still. Remember, once we get through all of this. Uh, hype and circumstance and God knows what's going to happen and I don't know either but uh, once we get through it we still got a, a litany of idiots that we have to work through and you forget who's in charge so now the great stimuli package at 3 o'clock which is what noon 1 o'clock Colorado time noon Arizona time today the president's going to make an announcement it better be it better be 2 trillion or the equity markets in the final hour of trading I mean they're going to do it with an hour of trading left Obviously, they're expecting a big one. It's got to be $2 trillion. Ultimately, just market cap. Uh, if they can get it back up, ultimately the damage won't be done. But I doubt that's going to happen. The country is heading into a recession. There's no way around it. You can't take that type of market cap and, and wealth away from U.S. retirements accounts and Americans. But also, you know, if you're 30 and under, none of this matters to you because you don't own a house or a stock anyway. So... I mean, how weird is that? We'll be back. Final segment. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour final segment, uh, 13th day of March, Friday the 13th, 2020. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, broadcasting at the CedarstromGroup.com studios in Arizona. Joe is at the mothership at 1360KHNC.com. You can listen online. The show is podcast. Broadcast goes everywhere. Uh, you can listen to it again uh, if you want to hear that uh, 
uh, Marty Macri again and listens to it. Did I hear that right? Because this is what's coming out of them. So what happens or where we go from here, it's uh, merely speculation on everybody's part. And uh, ultimately, time will go by, and how we come out on the other end is uh, is when we'll know the answer. So on gold and silver fronts, the markets are doing what we expected them to do. They're exactly on pace. Take the time. Take advantage of if you have the ability to add a little wealth insurance and get it put away. Ultimately, if you're going to throw another 2 to $5 trillion onto the debt, uh, at, they're going to drop interest rates to zero. Uh, ultimately, there'll be a dollar crisis, which you can count on. Under the debt load, the foreigners will stop buying the debt. If they're not getting any money. Everyone's going to leave America. The dollar will start to collapse, and they'll have to raise interest rates to try to support it. This is what Brazil has done. This is what Argentina has done. This is what Russia has done three times. Japan has been through it lightly. But ultimately, because they're out of bullets, they have to go the other way. And once that starts, literally overnight rates go to 8%, 15%, 25%, 50 100 200 500 2500 25000 Ultimately, hyperinflation sets in, and that's the final draw. They'll wipe the currency clean. We're going to get an Amero, a Euro. We're going to get something it's going to be a new currency. The old debt gets wiped out. And ultimately, how they do it, whatever they have to offer you, if you study your history, whatever they have to offer you costs a lot more than what you got. In other words, if you got a dollar and you want a new one with the new financial system, that dollar, you know, you may need $100 to buy one of their new ones. And when that happens, and it's not a matter of, of if, I ultimately guarantee you, that the debt system will collapse. There has never been a country in the history of time that's paid off their debt. They wipe out their currency. They never pay. They file bankruptcy, and they start again. And that's why you want to take the time to have something that is real. Joe? Well, just to let everyone know, silver the, the silver-to-gold ratio just hit a new all-time record high this morning, 104 ounces of silver for one ounce of gold. And it's so ironic because you can't get any silver whatsoever. The U.S. Mint says Dude, we're out and they're not going to have any more silver even available until April. Demand was up over 300%. The only reason was it wasn't 500 or 1,000 or 2,000% is because they ran out of material. The only silver out there, we've got rolls of silver dimes, and I'm telling you, we've got maybe 500 rolls total, rolls of silver dimes at $65. If you want a whole bag of dimes, uh, they're $13,000 for the bag. But like I said, there's only a few bags out there at 800 951 And just to let everybody know, especially you Arizona folks, uh, Glenn Tate is coming up next. He, he does a podcast called Prepping 2.0. Uh, he's going to have a great show, help, you know, kind of walk you through uh, the prepper steps of uh, what to get ready for. Uh, that's coming up next here at 1360. Everybody take care. God bless. I'll see whoever's there at the event tonight. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back on Monday.